Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, June 13th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. The fatal shooting of a suspected criminal sparks major clashes between police and residents in Memphis, Tennessee. Federal spending sets a new record at $3 trillion so far this year. Mexico deploying troops to the border to avoid Trump's tariffs. Governor of Illinois declaring abortion a fundamental right. Los Angeles International Airport officially declared the worst airport in the world. Also coming up, my message of the day on the U.S. women's soccer team. But first, the fatal shooting of a suspected criminal by U.S. Marshals in Memphis, Tennessee, sparked violence last night that injured more than two dozen police officers. The unidentified man crashed his vehicle into approaching authorities, then exited the car carrying a weapon when the marshals opened fire. Police fired tear gas to disperse the growing crowd, which apparently does not want civil protections. For the first time in history of the USA, federal spending topped $3 trillion in the first eight months of the current fiscal year. That's $181 billion more than the previous record set during the Great Recession of 2009. The three biggest factors in the massive budget are health and human services, social security, and defense spending. Some economists believe the federal spending is now a dangerous situation. Mexican officials are deploying thousands of soldiers to the southern border with Guatemala, The foreign minister saying the government will crack down on illegal immigration from Central America in order to avoid President Trump's 5% tariff on virtually all Mexican goods flowing into the USA. The abortion debate between liberal and conservative states continued Wednesday when Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker officially designated abortion a fundamental right. That declaration removes many restrictions on the procedure, including spousal consent, waiting periods, and previous bans on partial birth abortions during late-term pregnancies. The city of Los Angeles taking the top spot in a new global survey, but not for a very good thing. Los Angeles International Airport, better known as LAX, is now officially the worst airport in the world. Popular travel guidebook Fodor's compared the airport's nine terminals to Dante's nine rings of hell. Coming up, the message of the day about America's women's soccer team. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'll lay odds that the title and mortgage to your home just hit the hands of identity thieves. One of the largest real estate title companies in the world leaked hundreds of millions of homeowner files. And I'm betting documents about your home, including loans, mortgages, and bank accounts, are up for sale illegally internationally. And once thieves have them, they'll forge your home's title so it appears you sold your home. Then they'll borrow thousands from online lenders and stick you with the payments. I've seen this firsthand. And no identity theft program or insurance covers you. The first 30 days are crucial. So I got you 30 days of free title and mortgage protection from Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's online title to help block identity thieves. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and get 30 days of free protection. No obligation. Do it all online. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. 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 
You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here is the message of the day. As you may know, USA defeated Thailand 13 to nothing at the World Cup in France on Tuesday. The women's soccer team publicly celebrated every goal with the Thai players left in tears. This is wrong. America is the most powerful country on the earth. Thailand is a little place, and obviously the women there do not play soccer very well. USA star Alex Morgan scored five goals. Why? Once a soccer score becomes 6-0, 7-1, 8-2, there should be a pullback. Soccer does not score at that rate. Everyone knew the USA would slaughter Thailand. So why did this embarrassment happen? Well, Coach Jill Ellis justified it and then wondered if the U.S. men's soccer team would have been criticized, implying that there is sexism if you object to the women defeating Thailand 13 to nothing. Surely Coach Ellis could have removed her stars and put in substitutes and also shot from long range. If you know anything about soccer, when the score becomes lopsided, the winning team can shoot so it doesn't embarrass the other team. What was accomplished here? Now, the U.S. women's soccer team is already controversial because of a player named Megan Rapinoe, who basically refuses to stand during the U.S. national anthem overseas and says F you to the president. All right, Ms. Rapinoe, I guess, is entitled to her opinion, but it's certainly not reflecting well on America. Now, back to the game. Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York, said on Twitter, here's an idea, if you win 13 to nothing, the most goals for a single game in World Cup history, you should be paid at least equally to the men's team. Senator Charles Schumer from New York, performance aside, and the women have been excellent, often dominant. Shouldn't we reward them for doing the same work as men? So immediately, left-wing politicians politicize, instead of criticize, a 13 to nothing victory over Thailand. Well, here's the deal. In the NBA, men basketball players are paid more than women basketball players because the crowds are 10 times the size. If the women's crowds were bigger, they'd be paid more. That is called capitalism. And it's ridiculous to politicize sports. That is wrong. So this thing is a debacle. Now, why is it happening? Virtue signaling, that's why. Left-wing politicians jumping on the bandwagon to make a point that women should be paid the same as men. Well, for equal work and equal circumstances, yes, they should. But perspective is everything. Going forward, I hope the U.S. soccer team wins the World Cup. I hope they do not bully other teams. I hope their celebrations are muted. Fair-minded people, I believe, know what winning gracefully is all about. More news and commentary, please check out BillOReilly.com, where we have the no-spin news every night. You can see me on that, beginning at 7 Eastern time. We'll be right back. Everyone has heard of AARP. You may even be a member. 
What many do not realize is that AARP has become a liberal lobbying group that spends your hard-earned dollars lobbying against things you may believe in and stand for. Thankfully, there is now a conservative alternative, an organization that believes in the sanctity of the Constitution and stands up for the values that make America great. It's called AMAC, A-M-A-C, AMAC, founded by Air Force veteran Dan Weber. For less than $20 a year, an AMAC membership gives you members-only pricing on car insurance, roadside assistance, discounts on hotels, travel, cell phone plans, and much more. Your AMAC membership dollars support the ideals that you may believe in, like protecting our borders with immigration reform, getting rid of Obamacare, and fixing Social Security. So please join more than one million fellow Americans right now at amac.us. And yes, I am a member. Please visit amac.us. That's amac.us. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Executive privilege has been in the news. President Trump asserting his privilege twice in recent weeks. First time when the White House moved to block the full release of Robert Mueller's Russia report. The second time, a census question and how it came to be. While executive privilege has become politicized by the media, meant to conjure up images of secret backroom meetings or implications of wrongdoing, the origins of the privilege actually go back to the first president of the United States, George Washington. In 1796, Washington refused to obey a request from the House of Representatives that demanded documents concerning his trade negotiation with Great Britain after the Revolutionary War. Washington said no, arguing only the Senate could request material related to international treaties. Washington was correct. Executive privilege was used again by President Thomas Jefferson, who refused to hand over his personal letters with Aaron Burr during Burr's trial for treason in 1809. Jefferson arguing the release of his private correspondence could, quote, imperil public safety. In 1833, President Andrew Jackson, very rough guy, cited executive privilege when Senator Henry Clay demanded documents detailing private meetings between Jackson and his cabinet. President Jackson famously told Congress he had yet to learn under what constitutional authority Clay had the right to his personal conversations. The political tool was used repeatedly during the Cold War to protect state secrets from the communists. President Eisenhower would assert executive privilege at least 44 times between 1955 and 1960. The presidential power would face its biggest challenge during the Watergate scandal. The Supreme Court forced President Nixon to hand over his personal tape recordings made inside the Oval Office, rejecting his claim of executive privilege. Nixon would resign short time later. President George Bush the Elder, Bill Clinton, Bush the Younger, Barack Obama, would all go on to assert the rule multiple times during their administrations. President Trump exercised his constitutional right this week. The courts will likely back him up. Presidents do have privileges, kind of like some credit card holders. Back in a minute. Millions of Americans have been diagnosed with cancer or a serious illness. If you are one of them, and money is a problem, you're not alone. It's simple. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage for free 
to see if you qualify for cash now when you need it the most. Be ready to take down this number. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more and you are living with a serious illness, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage free to see if you qualify for cash now. So write this number down, 1-888-GUIDE-50. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that life policy into cash. The number again, 1-888-GUIDE-50. 1-888-484-3350. 1-888-GUIDE-50. Call now. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.